1: Thank you for downloading or streaming this episode of Band Biographies. You can find more episodes at bandbiographies.com. That's B-A-N-N-E-D biographies.com. If you enjoy it, why not leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever service you use to listen to your podcasts? Apparently, it helps get the show up the charts so more people can see it, to download it, and then to leave further five-star reviews. Another way you can help is by telling as many friends as possible to give it a download. Please do reach out on Twitter at BandBiogs, on Instagram at Band Biographies, search on Facebook for Band Biographies, or by emailing BandBiographies at gmail.com. But most of all, enjoy. Hello, and welcome to this very special interview episode of the Band Biographies podcast, part of the Pantheon network of music-based podcasts. A massive thank you to those guys for including me among their roster. On this episode, I'm both the host and one of the three interviewees as I chat with Anthony Collett and Martin Corky-Cork, my cohorts in the band High Frequency. The reason for this massively indulgent episode is because we have a three-track EP called Some Songs You May Have Heard But Not Like This, which should be out right now on all streaming platforms. The songs included on the EP are re-recorded versions of songs that were incompletely recorded from our distant past, and one song that's not ours and never made it onto any previous album or EP. The other thing that they have in common is, as you may be able to tell from the EP's title, that we've continued to play them in our live set even all these years later. As well as covering the EP, we also give a potted history of the band, warts and all, in what I think is a humorous and engaging tale. I hope that you can forgive the rampant self-promotion here. I promise I won't make a habit of this kind of thing until the next release anyway, which should be coming out at the end of this year. I'd love it if you could find high frequency on whatever streaming service you use to listen to your music and add the songs, and maybe even some of the old ones, to your public playlists. Makes us easier to find that way. In the same way, that a five star rating and especially a review for this podcast makes this podcast more visible on things like Apple Podcasts. You can find all the links to our socials in the show notes as well as a link to the various platforms you can find our music on. But without further ado, I present to you my chat with the amazing High Frequency. (music) Ant and Corky, welcome to Band How weird is that?
2: It's a little bit odd, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. How weird is it for you though, doing an episode on yourself? Yeah.
1: Well, this is it, isn't it? I've I've got to be host and also participant, which is uh...
2: I've got to step back and not be host because I'm not <laughs> used to this.
1: Yeah. Uh, and used to host co-host a podcast with me called Anywhere But Here, which is still out there on the on the internet somewhere. We don't. We haven't done it in a while. We might still do it at some point. Who knows? Um. But yeah. So this today is more about us as a band yeah which is uh which is different so yeah kind of the the way that I like to start these things off is a, a couple of kind of quick getting to know you questions mm-hmm. so if we kind of go around the room and uh just start with I guess can you remember a song that was like you, you heard it and you were like oh I, I understand how that works and I want to be able to do that
2: um I was- so I, I don't really remember a specific song. Um, the, the the first sort of memory I have of hearing, I guess, an album and going, oh, I, I like this. I want to be able to do something like that. And it's weird because originally I wanted to be a drummer. Um, you can if you parents, want. Yeah. <laughs> my parents were like, uh, no, too loud. So they brought me an electric drum kit. Now, this was way back and it was like a kid's intro electric drum kit. So it was like, it was a Yamaha. The, the, the little drum module was like a neon green drum module with like buttons, clicky buttons on top. But the pads were like solid plastic. They weren't like rubber. They weren't mesh heads. They were like solid plastic. So even with headphones on, just hitting those, you couldn't hear the drums. All you could hear was you're hitting plastic. Uh, that didn't last long. Um, but it would have been, growing up, like it would have been things like Bon Jovi. I think the first album like really was these days, the album these days, just... Mm. Especially the, the song these days, and I believe Dry County was on that album as well. It was, yeah, fantastic. It's just hearing Richard Sambora what he could do with the guitar was just like, yeah, it was just at that age. I was probably sort of like the end of junior school, I think it was. Yeah, it was sort of year five, year six, I think it would have been. I think the album was 1995, so that's about right, actually. Yeah, so it was these days, Bon Jovi, the album
3: specifically, rather than just a single Yeah.
1: What about you, Corky?
3: I remember being at, I never wanted to play an instrument. My sister played the clarinet and we had an old guitar. So I ended up doing that. But I think the first one was when I was going to school and there was a, this guy met up with me at the bus stop. And he said, oh, you like Star Wars, don't you? I went, no, Star Trek, but I do like Star Wars as well. Yep, okay. Um, and he said, well, there's a really good song. You should listen to it. And it was A New Hope by blink too. Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Off
3: Dude Ranch. Oh, right. <laughs> so I had that one. And I think it wasn't until I went and watched the faculty. And of course, yeah, The Offspring was, Kids the Right was on it. So mm-hmm. I don't know everyone had heard about The Offspring because obviously, Fit Pretty fly for a wide it wasn't until then I heard that one and realised it was a good, Good music to play
0: mm.
3: and i remember someone lent me the uh clean version of x now the hombre that was quite funny which <sighs> we listen to it? <laughs> I know. there was a clean version was a clean cd yeah. It was very weird
1: yeah i remember those my brother got was a like, thing like, wasn't uh, it i just yeah. remembered
3: that was a thing
1: <clears throat> i think my brother had a clean version of papa roaches infest was that the
3: um the quiet one was it
1: yeah basically it's (laughs) It's just music half of it's it's muted (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so it was all around that kind of late 90s era because i think mine was um the first time i properly started listening to music and picking out individual instruments and how it all kind of seemed to go together was blink 182 as well because it was like
2: Sorry, I was gonna say, I wonder if it is something to do with like being that we're all sort of close in age and I think mm. it's just that age, isn't it' sort of like just hitting getting into secondary school where you're sort of discovering yourself so you sort of find your music musical style that you like. So yeah, yeah.
1: well, something I mean you were saying about getting into Bon Jovi at around about what year five or year six kind of end yeah. of primary school. And that's kind of the time when I was introduced to stuff like Queen and bon jovi mm-hmm. and those kind of uh kind of classic metal uh classic rock acts i suppose yeah and yeah i think that's like you say it's kind of like prime time between about 11 and 14 of trying to find your tribe
3: i think i think my, mine though was i did it was just classic rock it was all the 50s and 60s stuff i remember driving around dartmoor in a land rover Listening to Rawhide and my dad's friends in out know, <laughs> the window singing it, you know, which is like why I like me first and gimme gimme because it gives all those old songs a yeah. new twist.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, because that that's it. I mean, were were either of your parents particularly musical? Because mine weren't. Like, my mine, is. mine were into like the chart music and stuff. Like, my dad would record the chart show every week, and we'd have those tapes stacked yes. up. But it was uh,
2: playing pause for the yeah,
1: yeah, exactly that um but really yeah like my folks didn't really have much in the way of a, a proper musical taste shall we say
2: <laughs> um, i mean my mine they weren't musical in the sense i mean i mean my dad played french horn at school and right he would you know it I don't, not very musical though like like he didn't really play anything else but he has an understanding of music i know when i sort of got my first guitar he would sit and play and figure out melodies of songs and stuff um so i think he's got that ability but mm. he, yeah, none of them really played instruments. But I know like growing up, I mean, I've got my dad's old vinyl collection, but you'd be going through it and you'd be like, oh, call cool. It's like Kiss and Rush and you've got some, you know, that sort of thing. But then you've got, oh, Kate Bush. Mm. And like, and you've got like Jive Bunny and things like, you know, the <laughs> Jive Bunny albums. And, you know, my mum's, it was kind of like, oh, Bay City Rollers, the Osmonds, oh, Sex Pistols. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> they sort of, of that era. Yeah. Where they've got those classicals. I think it's like they uh, who killed Bambi. Mm-hmm. Um, they they got as well. Never mind the bollocks, but yeah. So like they have that sort of like musical taste and like the Iron Maiden and stuff like that. This is a really interesting sort of collection. I know a lot of the singles that the the forty um, fives my dad had were. Um, my granddad was he used to go to around to pubs and fill up vending machines and stuff like that but he also used to change the records in the jukeboxes right so we've got a lot of the 45s with the you know the giant hole in the middle so you need to use that adapter that everyone was up what the hell is that for we had lots of records where we needed that um you know so there's a huge range of different albums we've got like run to the hills like the original single we've got and yeah it's just I think, yeah, I had a lot of influence from a lot of, and I think that influences my musical taste now as well because I've got a broad range of music, which yeah. I'm sure if we'll get on to if we've got any <laughs> other questions.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Corky, you were saying that obviously your uncle, was he played music, right?
3: Auntie. Auntie. Aunt, auntie oh, sorry. She Sorry, sure does. She does. He plays the clarinet. Um, she was in, a, she was in the, like, the, some orchestra. Mm. I
0: don't
3: actually know. Who don't really ask her, (laughs) shouldn't I? Yeah, she was the one that obviously, she's the musical one.
1: Okay. Um, And and so, like you're saying, you kind of find your tribe at a certain point and uh, you occasionally make some mistakes. So what was the first kind of single or album you bought with your own money? Not one that was bought for you, but you went to a store yourself and bought... Corky's
3: Corky hung his head and
1: hung his uh, head, no, head. shame or is he looking for something I, I'm <laughs>
2: looking
3: it's here it's here somewhere it's, it, it might be in the cupboard I know exactly which I know exactly which one it was the first album I've got that I bought with my own money was space and beyond which is a compilation of sci-fi soundtracks <laughs>
1: Wow. That makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> way better than my answer. It's, it's, all right. well, it's got like it's like it's like three of them. I got three of them all together, but only one of them is on Spotify, which I'm very devastated yeah. about. But
1: well, yeah, this is the Absolutely. thing about having physical media, though, isn't it? You own it. You've you've got it. <laughs> Do you know the weird thing is saying it's
2: on Spotify? There was an album. I think it's the Ari... No, Aerosmith, their greatest hits, which where I got the CD. It wasn't my first CD. I've gone on a tangent now. Um, but it's oh, based on the physical media vers, versus the Spotify. Um, their greatest hits, I've got the CD, and it was called Oh Yeah. It's a Aerosmith's greatest hits. On Spotify, it's got a different name, right. but it's the same album. It's really weird. I don't know why they changed the name of it. So I was just Ooh. wondering if those Space and Beyond, if they've got different names on spotify i've
3: I've checked it i've checked but it might be a playlist you might find a playlist of it somewhere there there, there is there's a better playlist to be honest with you i think um yeah that one was brilliant because it just had all the star trek stuff and i
2: was gonna say is it like is
1: it just the themes um yeah yeah so some of it is yeah
2: yeah so it's like tv show stuff as well as films that's pretty cool Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool um i don't remember my first album that I brought for myself. I remember the first album that was brought for me, which was the Smurfs Go Pop.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> I had that on cassette.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, I had the cassette. Um, that was the first album that was my own, but it was brought for me. I remember the first proper album that was brought for me that I'm happy to say was a Performance of Cocktails by Stereophonics. I can't remember the first one I brought myself. It was probably like a first pay packet I got, so I went out and brought like a few.
0: Yeah, um,
2: yeah. But I know I remember the first single I brought for myself, and this is where the broad range of music comes in. It was Mary Mary Shackles, which was like gospel R and B, isn't it?
0: Shackles, class.
2: Rackets praise you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Incredible song. Yeah.
2: But my wife finds it hilarious. That's the first single I brought, <laughs> but I love it. Like I, I mean, gospel music. Fucking awesome, anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that sort of R and B music is great. So gospel
3: R and B, top. Mm. Great song. I didn't actually buy it for myself, but the first single I ever bought actually wasn't for me.
0: Right. Okay.
3: I had to, I got shipped out to go and buy Acker Bilk, Stranger on the Store uh, Stranger on the Shore. Okay. On vinyl. On <laughs> my single <laughs> vinyls. Um, I don't even know what any of,
2: the- of those <laughs> words meant. <laughs>
3: like yeah. a bilk! Wow. Bilk. Okay. Stranger on the shore. That's that's, <laughs> that's something we should do. Yeah. There you
1: go. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And
3: it's all, all yours, mate. Yeah.
1: I, idea for a cover. Mm? Um,
3: <laughs> I don't know what it is, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Yeah. I mean, mine was bare naked ladies one week on cassette, which is not bad. I don't think yeah. personally. Yeah,
2: I, unironically, great yeah, song. Good yeah. sing along sort well, of. Well. Yeah.
3: I think so they got they got better songs. I think. That's oh. I think listening listening to that out that that
0: single
3: opened mm. up my eyes to the rest of the, the rest of their catalogue, and they yeah. got some wicked
1: songs. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Gordon Brian as Ross a whole, said, like that that whole song. Gordon album, I I love. Mm. Um, yeah. but yeah, they they continue to make great music as yeah. well, including like albums of like kids' music too. I've um, heard that one. Yeah, they've got like um like not not covers. They actually have written music for kids. It's, uh, it's a, oh, i can't remember what the what the album's called but it's
0: uh yeah
2: it's, it's good great. stuff there's um yeah but bare naked ladies that's one of those back like i knew that song everyone knew that song i think but um she could have the chinese chicken. chinese chicken yeah um but yeah it was one of those things i didn't ever look into them but um i remember there was a friend growing up who was massively they were one of his favorite bands so i went around to his house and he was listening to them and i was like oh They've got like actually really, really good songs. Like do yeah. you know what I mean? They're like not that, just that,
1: yeah. they're not just a one hit wonder.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> all of their songs are really good, like sort of sing along, sort of just fun to have fun. As, as
3: as a bassist as well, their bass player is absolutely phenomenal. Some of his bass lines are absolutely brilliant. What do you mean? Tom's our bassist. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot, my bad. You're a drummer.
1: We'll get on <laughs> to that. See
2: <It's
0: laughs> part of the rhythm <laughs> section, but you know. Oh,
1: so yeah, I mean, we should go into the kind of history, I guess. Yeah. Because you guys knew each other before you met me, so how how long had you guys been friends? Because you didn't go to the same school, did you? No. No, we went
3: to the same college, and that's not how we. We, met them. Kind of, we went to the same party,
1: <laughs> right?
3: But I didn't know it was me. Yeah. So the first time we met, I don't remember meeting you. You saying? No, because I was the one that was hanging the uh, the doll out the window. <laughs> I remember that. Yes,
0: that was me. <laughs> oh, that Was you? Oh, okay. That
3: was that was me. That was terrifying. Right. I'm going to be honest
2: with you, mate. Because I was um. <laughs> possibly a little bit inebriated i wasn't one maybe two substances um but yeah yeah that was weird a baby. i I just remember i think was it john just john was it just john going there's a baby hanging out like it was just yeah weird um no i didn't realize that was you i didn't know you were at that party but (laughs) i mean generally that's that's how we met was through our mutual friend ginger allen I guess you were at his party. I don't know how you ended mm. up there, but I think the first time we actually met and spoke was probably down at the pub, wasn't it? Probably.
1: Yeah, because I don't know if I know the whole story. This is the thing. I get confused as to where I kind of come in to the whole thing. Like, um, But I'm sure we'll get there.
2: Yeah, time. yeah. Like, I, In all honesty, it's like I know the sort of time me and Corky met. I know sort of like some of the parts of how we met, I don't actually remember the moment we
3: met and was like no yeah. I
0: don't either I don't, like, I don't
3: actually remember the exact moment
0: well, I suppose I
1: if it was like if it was that whole group of people that used to meet up in school in town after school then it was kind of one of those things where you just naturally kind of gravitate into a circle of friends yeah. and Ooh. you kind of get introduced into it and then after a while you're comfortable enough with everyone in there that you see them elsewhere do
2: you know what i mean Yeah. so it's weird so it's like i knew like how i ended up at those parties i suppose was there was a group it's so weird like like there was just this whole sequence of events like like one of my cousins sort of knew went to school with this group who were having the parties but that's not why i ended up at those parties <laughs> do you know what i mean like it was one of my old neighbors right one of my friends who still hung around and hung around with this person who also went to school with them we started hanging around we ended up in brenchley gardens which is the bandstand where you go drinking underage getting our <laughs> getting our drinks from the off licence up that we used to call smithies like and then we ended up saying oh this guy's having a party do you want to?" Cut? so then we went to these parties and then at some point corky ended up at those parties i don't know how but then it wasn't until remember, we were sort but... of like 17 or 18 when we started going to the pub that i actually met Corky and started hanging around with him like you know and then it was sort of like hey yeah my friend's got this garage we're gonna go and jam you play the guitar do you want to come along and jam with us like and that was Stuart obviously yeah yeah it was just sort of like this weird sort of like thing where we started jamming together like hey this is cool maybe we should start getting a band together and find a singer and
0: Mm.
2: Corky was like Hey, I met this guy at Reading. He was really cool. <laughs> He's into the same music. I'll give him a call. Like, do you know what I mean? It was yeah. this. And I was supposed to be at that Reading Festival as well.
1: Yeah. Yes. As well. That was but... two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I went with a group of my friends, and then they were also camping with people, including. Corky and Stewart, I think.
3: Yes, yes. I can't Um, remember
1: who I went with. I went with like uh, Chris Cass and.
3: uh, Yeah, because I remember that time I met you was that obviously remember you had that issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. First
3: night, wasn't it? Yeah. First
1: night, I had my my phone died. My phone battery died because this is the days when festivals didn't have phone charges,
2: and emergency charges weren't a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, my. My girlfriend at the time um, was messaging me nonstop because she was supposed to meet me on the f- Sunday, but was like desperately kind of trying to keep in touch. And I was like, look, I've got a conserved battery because it's got a be it's got to last until you get here on Sunday. And then, yeah, I, I yeah went to sleep the first night and then woke up the next morning and my wallet had been stolen. And so had my phone, maybe. Yes,
3: yeah, it, it was yeah. your phone as well. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we had a prime suspect. We won't talk about
1: it. We, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, um, I still
3: maintain it was that person.
1: It Over the years, I think back to it and I'm like, it couldn't have been anyone else it couldn't mm. have been anyone else do you know what i mean mm. but you know we'll uh we'll keep hey. that name under wraps um <laughs> but no it was a great weekend Little did they know the that. battery
2: was dead anyway so fuck yeah em. exactly so, um, <laughs> um
1: <laughs> but we had we had a great weekend anyway like after that point it was just like well i've got fuck all money and i don't have a phone i have no idea how i'm meeting my girlfriend but I'm at Reading Festival, like you just gotta let it go, haven't you? And before well, They, was that a really they dry but I wouldn't years, give us a bro, stretch, though, sorry. would they? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, there was... was some in there were some interesting uh there were some interesting things that went on. Um there was the less than solid, solid. <laughs> <laughs> some no. weed laced with glue that we tried to smoke, which obviously didn't work. And the atomic Wedgie, that uh, the put Atomic Reggie. The um, hospital tent. Stuart. Yeah. And we had to we we had to go and get a stretcher, didn't we, Corky?
3: No, we, we asked for a stretcher. They said no, you can't have one unless yeah. sent some paramedics over. Mm. What we were gonna do was get the stretcher, go and buy the beer. <laughs> that's got...
1: right.
3: <laughs> put him on there. No priorities <laughs> first. Well, that's the thing, because Reading
2: Festival, I don't know if it's like it now. I mean it's not Reading Rock Festival anymore, anyway, is it? I think downloads become what Reading used to be. Yeah. Whereas download used to be the monsters of rock, which was like yeah. all the heavy metal, back, like it sort mm. of. But yeah, Reading Festival. I Don't know if it's the same, but I, like the first year I went, two thousand four, is when you go outside the campsites and everything, mm. walk down the road, and there's like just big like Arctic lorry trailers just parked up on the side, just full, just full of beer, logging beer, beer, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy. Just because
1: I think I remember that because that, the first the first thing that happened when I turned up at that festival was me and my mate Cass we'd paid in advance for chilled beer. Like there was a specific trailer there that you went to and you'd booked like, and it cost an extra 10 quid or something like
2: that. But it was cold.
1: <laughs> but it was cold. We, you know, on a really hot weekend, it was really fucking stupid.
2: We but the other to- thing as well, is like a really cold beer is chilled beer you've got no way to keep it cold
1: no exactly it and was, it's like it 24 so 48
2: cans or something and you paid a tenner for that exactly
1: right. but we turned up to the to the te- to the campsite started putting our tents up and we were like we've got cold beer and i do believe it was corky was the first on the scene <laughs> cold beer what <laughs> that was that was true actually yes that was it yeah i remember that oh have you yes okay. and that was that was the first time we'd ever met yeah
3: was that, was that the
1: same year of mary Yes,
3: Mary. yes. Oh, Mary,
1: Mary, the drunken the... guy with the with the bag of wine, <laughs> who liked the crystal mates. Oh God! Some of these things have like ended up in legend, haven't they? Like you know, yeah. These well, yeah, I've ever
2: heard that story before. Ah, uh, oh.
1: like uh, I must was, have heard it his... at some point. Yeah, but... yeah. Like what was
3: the story then?
1: What was it? He turned up like really, really early in the morning. One that morning. wasn't. It was not.
3: No, no, it wasn't.
1: Was he not in the dark?
3: I don't know. What happened was we we got off um, looking for ladies
0: Mm.
3: (laughs) and I I got bored and went back to the tent. You went back to try and find these ladies that we found, and that's where you met Mary.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Because he
3: offered you. um...
1: (laughs) Did he he offer me oral sex?
3: No, it was anal fisting.
1: (laughs) Anal fisting. That's it. Yeah. 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 (laughs)
2: did you turn him down
1: i uh i politely declined oh right (laughs) yeah
2: yeah even if i wanted to mate (laughs) yeah so so
1: you meet some strange people at these things yeah
2: but sometimes you meet someone who becomes friends exactly yeah yeah
1: precisely so we we'd sat down at various points during the weekend and talked about the kind of music that we liked and you mentioned that you were putting a band together or were in a band, mm. and you were looking for a singer. And I was like, "Well, I've got no musical talent, but I don't mind give it a go." You know, mm. singing, singing is something I enjoy doing. So you yeah. know, I, and it was from there. And then when we got back into civilian life again, because as we all know, festivals are another dimension where nothing's real <laughs>
2: yeah festivals it's like that whole thing you're you agree to it's like when you leave a job and you agree to stay in touch that's a festival isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you know, that. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so we got back and then i met you guys in the back of earls didn't i the pub
2: well yeah that's where we took you i was sitting actually talking about it remembering like because and you saying about your phone getting stolen and this mm. is possibly why as well like because i remember Corky saying oh i met this guy at reading who said he would sing for us and I think we actually came to find you at work rather than giving you a call because you that's didn't have true. a phone. Yeah, we came right. and
1: found you at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a large department store. Which yes, we... that I ended up working at as well. But weirdly, yeah. I already knew you, Anne, as well, kind of because you well, were you'd probably you would...
2: see me. You knew my other half at the time. Yeah. Did she work there in one of the departments?
1: But you would come in at the end of her shifts and you know meet, meet her, her after go. That, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So, like, we knew each other to kind of do the nods to. Yeah, right? that's all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man nod. The, man nods, the, man, the yeah. backwards nod. <laughs> yeah. Tilt your head.
0: All right. yeah,
2: like, yeah, so it's, it, this is the weird thing. I, I mean, Maidstone's not a huge town anyway. No. And we're sort of similar ages with similar friend groups. So it's yeah. going to happen anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like my wife now, when I went to college, she was at college as well. And she screamed at me and my group of friends because one of us got a new phone and was playing with the new ringtones and it was pissing her off. So she (laughs) shouted at us to shut the fuck up. I ended up marrying that woman. (laughs) Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? So I'd kind of met her before as well. Um, Yeah, and I met her because she was, Going out with one of my friends before me. So it's <laughs> you know, yeah. one of you one know of me?
1: those friend groups.
2: <laughs> Keep it in the family. Um <laughs>
1: but so how long had you guys been playing before um before that then?
2: Probably a couple of months. Yeah, not long. Haven't been long. No. Mm. Oh, do you mean like as a as group or playing yeah, instruments? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, just a couple of months. That was literally. Yeah, and we didn't like have a drummer. Because I think when you f- first joined us was matt drumming i think yeah i don't i don't think anyone
1: else yeah i don't think i'd I'd met anyone else i'm
2: trying to remember like before matt was drumming for us does adam did something with us for a little while yeah
1: was he trying to was he singing as? I think yeah. you tried out a couple of people on on vocals mm. right?
2: Yeah, and it wasn't like this whole like I was watching a YouTube video the other day of like when Dream Theater had to find a new drummer. It's you know, we weren't bringing in like well-known people. Like we were just <laughs> like hey, do you want to try sit like you know what I mean? Like Remember bringing in these world-class singers trying out for us and going now we have this guy here it's like... whoever
1: wants to do it and can vaguely vaguely say we're
2: trying out. out it's like we're not great musicians like it wasn't a sought after fucking role that someone had to take up <laughs> you know people weren't queuing <laughs> um
1: but yeah but so yeah, I, it... I kind of came back with you guys to to earl's was it that evening you came and like picked me up after work, basically? Probably
2: pretty you much. You found I think, me yeah.
1: that day and then came back after that shift, I think. And we all went yeah. back well. was where you had stuff set up in the kind of back, like a shed, wasn't it? Almost? Yeah, it was back then,
2: yeah. It was like <clears> a storage <throat> room, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, we played uh, yeah. some Blink 182 songs,
2: unsurprisingly.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was yeah. it around about the time of Boxcar Racer as well? That in 2003
2: yeah yeah it was just sort of like what we were enjoying at the time what we'd practiced together you know we didn't have like a huge repertoire it's just like well what do you know what do we know yeah let's mm. give it a go and you know i i would imagine going back like if we'd have recorded it going back it would have been <laughs> scrappy as fuck
1: oh you, you,
3: you joke about that but i actually do have and i'm just trying to find it on one of my memory sticks actually what? that gig on my 21st birthday
1: oh my god really which gig was that?
3: Wow. I actually have it
1: somewhere. Where was Hold that? On. That was at a, um, it was at like a, a scout hut or something, wasn't it? Village Hall. Yeah.
2: Because kind of we thing. played at a scout hut or something twice, hadn't we? We'd done yeah. something with your, talk his college mates. Yes. I think at a scout hut as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. We have a recording of us back then. I'd rather <laughs> not hear it.
1: Terrifying. Are you sure? I'm. I'm
2: looking for it now. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: But um, to be honest, I don't think it was long before we started getting gigs. Though was it? Because like we played um, Haye's birthday. That was at... our first. That was the first time. gig, wasn't it? Like, so we we'd practiced for quite a while, right? In Matt's basement.
2: Yes, yes,
1: which was the, the HQ for a long time, yeah. A few, yeah, well, I say a long time, a few months.
2: That's where we came. We had like a huge scrapbook, which was our like the first page was the rules, wasn't it? Yeah, the the yeah. laws, yeah. yeah.
1: I we think need, we, still, need to update them. I need to get that down from the loft, it's up in my loft.
2: I think wasn't the first rule was uh, pot noodles must always be considered a delicacy, Something
1: yeah. There. still <laughs> so the no, only one I
2: remember. Korma.
3: They got korma ones now. It's absolutely lovely, and there's a sausage casserole one,
0: which
2: is oh my so god! <laughs> oh my god! at the time was the the Bombay Bad Boy. Yeah. um What were they called? The pot noodle XL. What were they called? The the big. i uh, just the. Hello, uh, can't remember. No, I can't remember. But they were the giant ones, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was yeah, that was Matt and Matt, who wasn't a drummer, who'd never played drums, but was like, hey, I'll played drums but could learn it within he like, learn it anything so cool. it was ridiculous yeah um, I mean he was a, he was... was
1: a keyboardist in the main in the main wasn't he
2: yeah um yeah that, that was his instrument he grew up learning piano so Matt is mm. someone I knew from school I went to the primary school so I knew him since we were like four five mm. do you know mm. what I mean like we mm. were friends for years um and he was just this musical genius like he played. He played piano. He still, he still is. He still but the, yeah. But you know the problem with genius, um, he did have his difficulties, um, yeah. as a lot of people do. Um, and it was him. So our first EP, the face of the music EP, it was him that recorded it for us. Yeah, right. mixed it and stuff because he knew how, how to, to do that. that. He'd been yeah, yeah. making songs for years. Um,
1: and like you say, continues to. Yeah, and I would yeah. say
2: he was probably one of. He, he's the main reason that I sort of took an interest in that side of making music and stuff as well and recording, and we'll probably get on to that side of it later. Um, I learned a huge amount from him, but the problem is when you come back to our first and the, the album cover, I love the fact that the album cover for that EP the reason it looked the way it did was because my printer was running out of ink, yeah, that's like, right. but we <laughs> liked the way it looked. So it was supposed to be just plain black, but my printer was running out of ink, so there was just white stripes all along. It was like that looks cool, we'll leave that. <laughs>
1: It kind of like that, that, that was like an ethos for the band as a whole, wasn't it? It was like, oh, unhappy or happy accidents, shall we say? Like, (laughs) it's not how it was supposed to be, but actually,
2: (laughs) wasn't one of our, I don't know if it was one of our written rules or if it was one of our unwritten rules. And I think it was, it came from Corky, was that'll do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Was our mantra, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That'll do.
2: Yeah. And, it's just good i mean we ended up one of our eps did a take sure uh, album take shortcuts Albums. wherever possible exactly <clears throat> but yeah um yes yeah, the matt was like we say he was the original drummer well synth player come drummer <laughs> um and it, it, all, all of this is so like so full circle it's so funny yeah um
0: yeah.
2: throughout a band but yeah he unfortunately he su- sort of suffered with he had he had his issues um and I think he still does to an extent. Um, it's been a while since I've spoken to him. Uh, shame, Shamefully so. Um, but yeah, we had like our first gig lined up, which was our friend's 21st. It was Kate and Colin.
1: That's right. It was a joint, joint party, um, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. Like a village hall. And I think it was
3: that... 18th or 16th, not 21st.
2: Yeah, no, it, they, So yeah, no, it wasn't as, 21st at all, was
1: yeah, it? Not as old as us. They're
2: yeah, I yeah. so think, are, think yeah. possibly it was their 18th then. I don't yeah. think it would have been 16th. 14th. No. Hmm. Anyway, but they um yeah we started playing but then we were going to play and then matt was just kind of like i can't like that. on
1: the on the day of on the day off. as well wasn't it and so, uh,
2: he wouldn't come out we had all house, our equipment like... there there was a guy there who was like oh i'll try but like, <laughs> yeah just, just just punk just try and follow us and it went all right to
0: be fair
1: yeah. really i mean, we i think we went from like a, a 30 minute set to nearly an hour because we had to extend all the <laughs> intros so that he could get a feel for the song <laughs>
2: the funny thing is a lot of them uh, some of the songs we were played were originals that would no one had ever heard yeah yeah he sort of had to pick it up
0: yeah
1: they they weren't they weren't as well as it could were they yeah and so yeah and then like that was that was it for a while and then i guess Stuart came in on second guitar for a bit as well at one point Mm. yeah was that in the the first incarnation yeah yeah Oh, it was, wasn't it? Because he was on the the second EP, wasn't he? The, the I Love Coffee EP. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah. Which we better not discuss the person's name, because I think the person will get very upset seeing when he's a professional businessman now. Right, oh, yeah, what, yeah. Um, the reason of the, the name of the... Yes, we ah, okay, best right. not... Uh, or, or, <laughs> or speak of his name, because he'll probably... <laughs> if it ever got back to him, I don't think he would be too happy about that. I haven't spoken I haven't spoken to him in a very, very long time. We've had a, we had a falling out,
1: so... Oh, right, okay. um, but yeah. that, that title came from the fact that this person uh, walked a uh, a girl home <laughs> after uh, after a night out and she invited him in for coffee and his response was, I don't like
3: coffee. <laughs> and then we sat him down and said, when someone <laughs> says that, they're not asking you for coffee, they're asking you for something else. And you went, really? And yes. I went, oh, I love coffee. I love coffee.
2: I do. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh,
2: dear. Yeah so as as you may hear, so who was so I'm trying to think the guy who drummed for us at that surprise party sort Ollie. Of played Ollie he played with us for a little while yeah he yeah, played he the played, cup, he played cu- one more a
1: couple, yeah. gigs
2: yeah yeah um so the guy on the second ep was a different drummer who was a friend of Tom's f-
1: yeah he lived in my village
2: and yeah, he was in village. another
1: in my village uh and uh the
2: only drummer in the village
1: yeah and uh, he was in another band that were all right, they were kind of placebo ish.
2: Yeah, he's a great drummer, he, he was a really drummer. good drummer.
1: Yeah, yeah, stuck about for a bit as well. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, and after like maybe two years, it all kind of fell apart and we all went our separate ways. Yeah, I um, think, I think, I
3: think, I mean, I, I quite enjoy that when we talk about like falling apart because it's something we've learned upon oh, and yeah. we know. And to be honest, the, the the reason I think the reason it fell apart was for a certain person,
1: outside influence.
3: Outside influence, a Yoko Ono, shall we say?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I was it, I was a dickhead as well. Like it's no, they, it's no but that. she
3: was she was the <laughs> cause really, and that was the thing. Um, yeah, you know, she was yeah. really bad. She was. It's Especially... yeah, it's it's <clears throat>
2: tricky because the drummer, like he, like he's fantastic drummer, but. Um, I think he liked I don't know if he's someone who liked a bit of drama he found it fu- but not in yeah. the sense that he was trying to be an arsehole he just found it funny yeah. so we sort of poked the bear with a stick sort of thing Do you yeah, know what I mean yeah, um yeah I think we were all a bit hot headed like we were young sort young, of young dumb like. full of cum exactly yeah <laughs> saying like you were an arsehole it's like you you had a girlfriend to yeah. when you do have a girlfriend at that time like that's well my friends are being dicks. They just don't like her. Do you know I mean? Like, so yeah. fuck them. there, there were, you know, there were just...
1: definite reasons for that. Yes. <laughs> oh yes.
2: But yeah, she, uh, she had an influence on it. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like to poke the bear a bit. Cause it was yeah. funny. Um... They didn't just poke the bear. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that's I what might we're calling her sorry of...
1: <laughs> <laughs> i might have to do a bit of judicial editing yeah we're,
2: maybe, we're getting maybe. sued for this shit so anyway <laughs> it's um we've learned from our mistakes um yeah. naming After, people in podcasts.
1: Like, i mean yeah, uh, was... <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. bleep, bleep but, them all out people's yeah, names that's out. it yeah, so in, yeah, I'll, yeah i'll go through that um
2: young uh, there was a lot of drama involved and we sort mm. of did fell apart
1: we did uh, that typical male thing as well. Like, and I think it's it's typical of most bands I've ever been in as well, is that like when a problem arises, no one really faces it down. No. Everyone kind of just goes, Oh fine. Mm-hmm. and then you just
2: let it let kind of simmers. under the uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it just goes <laughs> and like something will, you know, something major yeah. happens. And you're like, well, what if we'd have just talked about this? it would have yeah. been so much easier yeah. but equally it's a sign of the times as well this is like early 2000s we were coming out of the 90s which is all very laddie, mm. mm. and the general kind of culture was uh still quite laddie and yeah. quite um like men don't talk about things and it's all bottled mm. up you know in it so yeah but yeah so that was that for a couple of years uh then we what, you, you and I, Corky, went off to uni, mm. and you started a family? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
1: then, pretty well, much.
2: I'm trying to remember. You guys went off to
3: uni. so
2: yeah,
0: No,
3: she, Liz was pregnant when I went
2: off to uni. When you went to uni. Tom, yeah. you went to uni... First, it was only a year though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I
1: I was, I was there from uh 2005 to 2008. Had we got over all that
2: drama though? Because I know Liz and I came.
1: You came and visited me a couple of times. I think Liz was
2: Liz was pregnant when she came. She would have been because Liz got pregnant quite quickly. Um... (laughs) Of course, she didn't. (laughs) You're so virile. Yeah, no, like <laughs> genuinely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's our this year. We'd have been together seventeen years. Chloe turned sixteen this year. Right. So
1: <laughs> make make of that what you will. Listen. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's fine. Like now, when we say, "Oh yeah, close six. Oh, how long you been at seventeen? Oh, close sixteen. Oh, f-. but back then it was kind of how old you do it? A two? Oh, how long have you been together? Three years. Hmm. <laughs> but back then people were like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean,
2: like, but These yeah. Things happen. So yeah, she was obviously she was pregnant when we came to see you. She was pregnant still when you went off to uni, Cork. You we we had Chloe by then. No, hadn't hadn't had her no, by then. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. Either way, you guys mm. went off to uni, but I think we'd reconciled, but just not yeah, land yeah, back definitely. together when you guys sort of like.
1: Yeah, Yeah. because I think it was upon my return, or it must have been upon your return then, Corey.
3: Yeah, uh, I was still at uni because... You were still at uni? I was because our first gig back together when I was playing drums, because obviously what happened was I was at uni and I was (laughs) playing Guitar Hero and rock band on the drums and realised I could do it.
1: Well, this is it, isn't it? Like I went away to uni and after the first term or two, I was like, I've Mm. got to find something to do to stop me from just going out all the time. So I used my student loan money to buy myself a bass and an amp and uh, was like, well, bass guitar, that that can't be that difficult, can it? It's only one string and one note at a time for the most part, <laughs> which is how I still play it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd started playing bass while I was at uni. So you'd been playing rock band. Yeah.
2: <laughs> cool, you have been playing. Drums,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the thing is, like, like if you know, we went through what those three drummers in quite a short period of time. Mm-hmm. We also had Kev King on drums for a house party once too, if you remember. Oh, yeah, yes. we did, yeah, yeah. So technically four. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about it. Yeah, and he's in a he's in a great band now, I think. Um, if I remember rightly, I can't remember the name of them off the top of my <laughs> head now, but you know. So mm. we were like, right, well, when we're getting back together, like, fuck finding a drummer. <laughs> but you play bass now and <laughs> Corky was like well, I've, I've been playing rock band drums and I reckon I can give it a go because again like Matt Corky is one of those guys who can just kind of just pick up an instrument as well and kind of like you yeah. know doesn't no, take. I, I, know, I know the
3: theory behind it but putting it
1: into practice doesn't necessarily work <laughs> you know, you, but you do I,
2: th- I think we're all probably guilty of underselling ourselves a lot but you do have great musicality like you understand songs you yeah. understand music and how it fits together and what sounds good, like, and and that's become evident in a lot of our writing more recently mm. as well. As mm. we'd be playing mm. stuff and call you, you'd go, "Wait, I've got something. Give me that yeah, yeah, instrument because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can play that one too." And then you'd do something, we'd <laughs> go, "Okay, yeah, cool, I know that." But like, you do understand things and how it's what sounds great. So, mm. but yeah, it's just you have this ability to just pick stuff up, um, and I, I would imagine probably most musicians do like. To a point like you can sort of understand how it works but
0: mm.
2: there's there's certain musicians who can just get something and play it well and just do you know what i mean like i could probably get by on other instruments but i wouldn't say yeah i'm gonna do that in this band now <laughs> <laughs> why not
3: no. um yeah. yeah i mean because uh, uh, after this, we were practicing at your place mm. above Tackle shop, flat above the shop, isn't, yeah, yeah. Which it, it wasn't there anymore. It's a no, you know, it's an off it? license. Mm. Shop. Um, yeah. But I remember because I remember the reason I know I was at uni when we were, we were together was because our first gig. I had to. I was really ill and I had to get from Winchester to Maidstone, and I had ordered a hi hat stand, which Tom had to go and pick up for me.
0: Oh my yeah. god!
3: Yeah, and I had to get the train, and I got back just about in time.
1: Mm. Do because yeah, you this? were you weren't you laid out at the back of yates or zebra box, yeah. whatever it was you were like laid out on one wow, of the sofas zebra, weren't you right? yeah, yeah yeah wow yeah
2: wow yeah okay
1: Ultra. yeah yeah cool
2: jesus yeah <laughs> but yeah so was that because i'm getting all my timelines now mixed up now but was stuart not playing guitar for us when you yeah when you were drumming and you were playing bass he was, uh, yeah. the, the, he was, yeah. At the tour he was. Yeah. Because I know we've got, uh, but there's videos um, that I think hmm. his dad took uh, at the Battle of the Bands where Stuart was with us. And yeah, you're on drums and you're on, and uh, Cork on drums and Tom's on bass. And that was when we were practicing in your flat. How the hell did we practice as a four piece in that flat?
1: <laughs> with difficulty. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of room, that's for sure. Because yeah, like the, the whole thing was like we, we were a. F- Five piece at one point before we broke yeah. up the first time, when not it? Because there were two guitarists, bass drums, yeah. and myself on vocals. So we were a five-piece yeah. making, you know, quite standard, you know, simple pop punk that probably didn't require that many people to be in a band. <laughs> but uh yeah, and then we kind of got together over one Christmas as well, didn't we? In the back of the style and winch, and we had yeah, Byron on drums
0: oh my god for that, for that video one video of that video yeah. that we've got there's a sixth from... drummer
1: <laughs> so there's another drummer and that then... was just a jam though wasn't it yeah but the, oh, also there was one point around about that time as well where i think matt came back and played keyboards too so yes, there was six did, yeah. of us there was six oh, of us word. at one point um which is just unwieldy in a pop think... punk band exactly it's, it's without brass yeah 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 <laughs> but i think that that was the thing like once we came back together in like 2008 or whatever it was we were just like right we need to pare this down and it just be the three of us and for a while it was yeah. just the three of us but then Stuart came back into the fold yeah for, for a short sure time and then and then he uh you know failed to commit I guess yeah so it, was, it,
3: was, it was it was <laughs> female problems again yeah yeah,
1: well, yeah this is but,
2: you know so this is it but at the time who's like well i've got this responsibility and this responsibility and that and i was just like i've got a child um <laughs> but i think you know again that was the sort of like um probably the ignorance of youth i know yeah. we were sort of yeah. early to mid-20s at the time but I think that's probably the ignorance of youth going, well, I've got a kid. So my responsibility is way more important than yours. Mm. And it's probably unfair on him, but I think we did find that the more people were in the band, the more difficult it was to wrangle us all to practice. And I think like Corky was saying as well, we learned a lot is we didn't. And I think at the time we were taking it too seriously. Yeah. We were trying to make something of it. So if anyone sort of canceled for any reason, we were like well they don't give a shit and i think yeah we were probably taking ourselves way too serious. it was quite not making allowances for life
1: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) no you're absolutely right i mean it's um unfair in some ways but also i think the the three piece is the most simple and easily controllable configuration that there is really you know and uh yeah, we played some interesting gigs around that time as well. Like there was that one gig up in Lewisham where we played to one person.
0: <laughs> he loved it
1: because it was just after the smoking ban, wasn't it? So the s- people uh, stopped smoking, and then everyone went outside. Yeah, and um, yeah, mm-hmm. one the one non-smoker stood right in front of the microphone stand as well.
2: Yeah, so we had him, but the sound guy was there. But I think the sound guy kept popping out for cigarettes. Mm. He um, was the
1: most I think he enjoyed enthusiastic it. about the lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He loved it. I mean, it was the thing is, it's like yes, there was one person and the sound guy, mm. but it went really well. Like I enjoyed yeah. that gig and it was a great experience. Like yeah. I think, I think the weirdest one for me was um, wasn't the wooden bridge, was it? Was it the wooden
1: bridge?
3: Wooden bridge,
2: yeah. The one in Guildford,
1: yeah, 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 where we were on at the same time as the football. <laughs> but it was it was weird
2: because it was like the bar you walk in and then the bar sort of like it was huge wasn't it but yeah round the sides yeah um I was like I would, I don't know the best way to say it, it was like horseshoe shape. Mexican I suppose yeah. like yeah it was horseshoe I guess and we were off on one side and the football was off on another side and it was just we were sort of trying to play but no one was really there for the music yeah at all yeah, I've driven past it a few times now, like last year, sometime I drove past and I looked and I was like, why do I I know that place? I'm sure we've played there. <laughs> like, so we're going along, I think it was like going into London on the main road and it's sort of off, not mm. oh, sorry, over a fence. Like I,
1: yeah. like, I know that place. Well, it was but... the first gig that we drove to as well and had to take all our <clears throat> equipment, wasn't it? And so we rented a van because I was the only one of us who could drive at the time, wasn't I? so i had to drive a transit all the way but
2: you'd never driven a ford so we didn't know where the light controls were that's right, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so we drove home most of the way on the m25 with just side lights
1: yeah that happened <laughs> to me we didn't again know where the headlights were yeah that happened to me again around about the same time when i rented a a, a fiesta or something to go down and visit my friends in um in hereford
0: mm
1: and uh, I picked someone up from High Wickham on the way through. And again, I forgot where the light switches <laughs> were. And I was like, I can't fucking remember where any of the stuff is on this car. Because it was a little all dial. not on the stalks, stalks are they? Here. Yeah. So, like, I was trying to beat the sun to get to Hereford before the, <laughs> <before> the sun set <laughs> on New <laughs> Year's racing Eve. the sun. It was ridiculous. But, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, it was an interesting
2: Yeah, time. that was an odd one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But uh, overall, I would say that, you know, like we've, we generally had quite enthusiastic-ish crowds in a way, but there were some odd ones that were just like those, which were like, you know. Yeah.
2: I mean, a couple of our really good ones we played sort of, we played a couple in London that were really good. I mean, we played the Purple Turtle, but yeah, that that was the emergence of festival where we paid. That's right. Pay to play. 50, 150 quid.
1: Um... It was.
2: But it was like a proper, it was a big battle of the bands where you pay an entry fee and then you get to play a fest If you win, you play a, play a festival. Yeah. And we got through the first, first round, round, didn't yeah, we? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Mm.
1: And then we got put up in against a load of metal bands.
2: And... Teddy Bear's Picnic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Teddy Bear's Picnic. <laughs> that really That's, the awesome. that
2: <laughs> That's the one that sticks with me. It was weird. Um, but yeah, and, but that was one of those ones where you pay to enter and then they give you a book of tickets that you've got to sell to your friends.
1: Good fucking luck.
2: You <laughs> um, then have to buy the ticket for this and then travel up and it's based on audience vote. Yeah. that's so right. So if you can convince your friends to come. Mm. And I mean, that's where um, the song Appetiteville comes from is that, you know, nobody's there to see you because your friends aren't going to travel that far to see you in the, and the battle of the bands—if their audience vote, you're not likely to do very well yeah. because, you know, it's if you're a London band and you're playing battle of the bands in London, you're going to do better than a Kent band or something. That's-
1: yeah. Or you've, you know, there there were some bands. I mean, there was one band at, uh, in High Wycombe that were really good at m- m- mobilising people mm. to come along to their gigs, and I never understood how the hell they did it.
3: Sexual favors.
1: Probably, yeah. Yeah, but they used to lay on buses and stuff. Yeah. They'd organise, like, buses, and you'd pay 20 quid for the ticket, but that included your bus fare there and back, and you got, like, a goodie bag and stuff. So, So, like,
2: yeah. Do you remember when – this is possibly off-topic – when we went to the forum, Corky, when I broke up with my ex and we went to the forum because there was somebody I was talking to online on one of the AFI forums – and yeah. she said she was coming down to Tom Ridge Wells. Yes. So we yes. went what? to this gig. Um, <laughs> I can't remember, but they did that thing as well. They did that thing as well where they provided transport.
0: For right. the,
2: and they were from Hertfordshire, I think, and they provided yeah. transport down for their fans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's probably a similar thing, but yeah. So we, um, yeah, we went to meet her and I went to meet her, see this band. I think there, there was another band playing at the same time. I think it was One Day Elliot and then this band Headlining was band
3: were really good but i can't remember what for... oh, okay. i've been trying to think about what they were called cool, because they were really really good That's yeah
2: it was a similar band. thing so we went to, it was a gig anyway temperatures forum great venue anyway i think mm. i really like it um mm. as a for uh, as a venue but yeah and and they were playing and we went to meet them but yeah in the similar vein they do that thing where they put on the transport and we did consider doing it once as well i think didn't we but mm. it was just so fucking expensive yeah and you need to sort of, I guess they need to know someone who sort of works at this coach company. or something. Like they need to,
0: you need yeah, to I know think what.
1: The band that I knew, they had like a, they actually had like a person managing stuff for them. So yeah, I yeah. think there was that whole thing going on. You know, they actually had like a, a semi-professional setup in that regard. Because weren't we, when we were going
2: to do it because we were like, oh, we need someone who knows how to drive a coach or a bus. And it was your dad, wasn't it, Corky? Cool, okay. Yeah.
3: That's right. He
2: won't, won't do it
0: now. He mm.
3: wouldn't do it now. But... It now. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> sorry. I, that why I, I call him out all the time.
1: Uh, we played, yeah, we played a few times up in London and it was all looking quite rosy. And then it, we, we, we recorded an album of songs that we'd been playing for years. And then yeah. we're like, "Fucking hell, we've got to play these again for an, at least another
0: year." Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, and that, that's something we've agreed on this time. That, that that's the problem. I think the, the reason it didn't work. So, like they say, we recorded all of those, and I think that's something we've agreed on this time. It's another thing we've learned is we would we would write songs and we go, "Hey, this is a song, and it's got a structure. It's got a start, middle, and an end. You know, like it's a full, it's a full song, mm. so to speak." And we'd be playing it and playing it for months and then we'd finally get around to recording it and then we'd keep playing it but then we'd sort of change it slightly so it wouldn't ever Mm. be this version that was recorded anymore um (laughs) and we sort of got sick of those songs so as soon as we release it we sort of like right let's write new songs and we'd stop playing those ones that we (laughs) just released and start playing new ones and a bar a few that just sort of became staples in the set because we just love playing them see what I'm doing there mm-hmm. um but yeah and I think that's sort of that was almost not a death knell as such but it was one of those things where I think we sort of started losing for, sort of heart for it and you know we I had Chloe she was young and then I think was I when I started working at a factory so I was doing shift work and I was working some weekends and evenings and it sort of become difficult to juggle it and and I, I've just remembered it was me that basically said, look, I need, I can't do this anymore. I need to sort of, it's too difficult. And I didn't want to sort of keep cancelling like we used to berate people for. So I think, yeah, it was <laughs> that was when I sort of like went, I can't do this anymore. And that's sort of where we sort of laid it down for a good number of years.
1: Yeah, well, it was like 2012 or something, wasn't it? Or 2011.
2: After we finally recorded a so- an album properly. Yeah. <laughs> In a studio and got it mixed properly that, and that released was... online and... yeah,
1: yeah. That was the problem though, wasn't it? Like it was um it took us quite a long time to save up because we were all doing kind of not exactly well paid or full time jobs or any no. jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and so it took us a long time to save the money up because we didn't know how to do it ourselves. Yeah. And um that's the difference this time. And we, we got back together what 2020? kind of to kind of knock the cobwebs off and talk about becoming a covers band mm-hmm. and then I decided to enter us into a few gigs to play some originals just to again kind of blow the cobwebs off of our performance uh side yeah. of things so that we could get ready for actually putting on a show in front of people
2: and we'd all agreed that we weren't going to write any more yeah, news, yeah, yeah. original <laughs> songs yeah 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 because then... we're a covers band now yeah, that we just wanted to get used to playing live again.
1: Exactly, that was that was the point. And then we went down really well. Like the audiences are really like much more pre, like much more
2: open, I yeah, guess, and enthusiastic
1: about yeah. it than I remembered them being in the past. Yeah, for sure. And we were like, "Oh, okay."
2: <clears throat> who was it that? Who was the first one that went? So I've written this thing. Was it you, Tom?
1: Well, I had, you the uh, first one. I had the song Treachery, didn't I? Kind of in my that's, back yeah. pocket that I'd been working on for years. And I was like, well, I've got this. What do you think?
2: <laughs> and we went, oh. That's great. That's good. different. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is a proper song. Mm. Uh, yeah.
1: Because I'd been working on it for a while. Like 10 years. <laughs>
2: but yeah, there is that. But then there's the experience as well now. Yeah. Like... I don't know how much you talk about it on here, but like your experience of what you do now, Mm, like how many bands mm. you're in. Um,
1: Yeah. In the meantime, like, I mean, I'd been in a hardcore punk band. Speaking of treachery. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) I'd done lead vocals for Snide uh, and then jacked all that in, tried to get a career going. And then after a while was like, right, I've got to pick up the bass again. I hadn't picked it up in like, I don't know. Years I hadn't even mm-hmm. bothered picking it up, like it was just sitting around. And uh, I then joined a covers band in much the same way. Corky, you also were in a covers band as well for a while, it was in a function, it, band. function with, band as well,
3: yes, with the uh father in law
1: mm. playing bass rather than drums as well. You yes. reverted to type, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yes, yes. But that was, I got a bit bored of that because it was the same old stuff and it was just getting really irritating it was beatles songs
1: yeah which you're not the biggest beatles fan in the world anyway no or you or even if you are like if that's all you're playing
0: Mm.
1: yeah i can understand
2: (laughs) whereas i didn't do any of that No, (laughs) i didn't do anything i just didn't touch my guitar at all Mm. really um i picked up keyboard a little bit and tried to sort of teach myself a bit piano, but yes. So uh yeah I didn't do any of that, but obviously you two sort of kept your musical brains
1: active, I guess. Yeah. And then yeah, I just think like having that time out and doing other things, it opens you up to different styles of music, different ways of playing. And um yeah. So the new stuff that we've we've been working on at the moment is, you know, much more like proper songs <laughs> yeah <laughs> than the old it's stuff. Much more
2: mature and grown up um mm. there isn't that urgency behind it either as well like we we've said we're just i don't want to say we're not taking it seriously because we are in a sense we're taking it seriously but we're not Hoping something becomes of it, we're just creating now. Yeah, yeah, it's not.
1: We're not. We're not doing this to kind of be a massive name. We're not trying to get onto any festivals. Well, (laughs) (laughs) actually,
0: there are some. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's irons in the fire, but yeah, it's not like the focus isn't this. But when we're doing it, we want to be focused about it. Yeah. 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 And in the meantime, Ant and I had the podcast for yeah. nearly, a, nearly a decade. So like he and I got used to doing things on DAWs. Yeah. You know, we've got mixing desks and microphones and all this kind of stuff. We've got the technical know-how there of kind of doing vocal editing. And so, yeah, that brings us to where we are now, which is releasing an EP today. Today.
0: When this goes out, oh, it's not going out today. This isn't live. This isn't
3: live. Oh, (laughs) I know it's not live. I know that. He's releasing this Uh, on the day it goes out. And so, so much stuff being released on the day it goes out. I tell you, uh, we've got that music video that's coming out on the day. Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, we're fucking, yeah. This is it. By the way, we're here.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. So it's like the third rebirth, basically. And um, yeah, so the EP is called Some Songs You May Have Heard, but Not Like This. Yes. So, yeah, we decided that in the meantime, while we're writing and recording an album, which will be coming out later in the year, fingers crossed, Yes, we would re-record three of our older songs that were on other releases but hadn't been updated, hadn't been given a proper – because, like, the Welcome to Apathyville album was done properly, and there's eight songs on there, seven new ones and a live one. Yeah. But we had those two EPs from beforehand. So we've kind of and a and a home recorded album as well, which was kind of recorded live in a studio, the yeah. Take Shortcuts yeah. one. So there were a bunch of songs that never got a proper airing, but we yeah. still play because they're still good.
2: Yeah. So this is it's three songs that we still play. Mm. Two well, we've recorded all three of them, but yeah. one of them never actually went on an album. That's right or a or, or release mm. but I think so the two so the three tracks you've got Leave uh, sorry we'll probably go in order
1: shall we so uh, you've got Prayer <laughs> for the Punks which is the newest song isn't it Prayer for the Punks I don't like disco I don't like rap emo sucks it ain't all that so I a guitar play the music that I love, and this is what I say. Say a prayer for the punks, call it out all across the nation, and I give a fuck about your garage station. I can't get high to a DJ mix, I want to rock out to teenage Kids cause I'm a punk,
0: so fuck you!
2: Yeah, prayer for the punks. Now, the difference with that one is... So, we, and, and like we were saying earlier, where we would write a song, we'd start playing it live, we would record it, and then we would change it. Yeah. The version of "Prayer for the Punks" that we recorded doesn't have the solo in it at all. That's right.
1: It's, it's on.
2: It's that on. That take shortcuts,
1: is isn't it? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And
2: that is the song. It has a solo. That's how we always played it and stuff like that. But when we recorded it, it didn't have a solo, so we didn't include it. Because we were recording it live mm. uh, and to do the solo technically like if you, you'd need two guitars yeah. yeah when we play it live we don't need to because it's the energy of it but so we didn't put the solo on the recording of it so i get i guess this is sort of like we've re-recorded these songs how they're supposed to be heard yeah how we wanted them to sound originally and yeah. And a lot of it, and, and this is what I was saying earlier as well, whereas the recording and the mixing and how to do stuff, this is where I learned a lot from Matt mm. I it into this. And I sort of taught you guys like, okay, now mm. try this. And, and, and we sort of, yeah, like Tom said, we, when we recorded this, when we said about doing this is we, we know we want to record an album of new songs but we sort of wanted to know how to record. Yeah, we sort of thought we'd do this as a means to teach ourselves. It's only three songs; we can take a longer time on them. But now we've sort of figured out the workflow and how we're going to make it work for when we do record the album. Yeah, but these, I'm so happy and so proud of what we've done with these. They sound mm. absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, oh, they're
1: yeah. they're easily the best sounding. I mean yeah, no, sure. no no offence to Graham he's an excellent sound guy uh, he was working technician. with what he had at the time and which the, was yeah, us yeah yeah like he was uh, working <laughs> with very
0: unrefined
1: materials <laughs> yeah yeah for <laughs> sure the fact is that even though we could we probably could afford to rent a studio out and all that now yeah like the the interesting part has been doing it all ourselves and learning how to use the software mm. learning how to learning tricks and tips on how to make things sound really good and professional yeah.
3: that's mostly that's mostly thanks to and mm,
1: yeah absolutely yeah like, yeah
3: and they'll be in yeah. deeper into it Definitely.
2: yeah no no a lot of that but it, it does help like when we were sitting here doing the final mixes and Corky was like this needs something else yeah, yeah. and this is where like your musicality comes in you're like this needs something else I'm like okay cool and we do it and i think that the advantage of this as well and probably the disadvantage where we like we're saying graham only works with what he had because i think it comes down to money like you were saying like we 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 had time constraints we had one day two days one day day. day in that studio to sort of do eight tracks like well seven tracks and a live one which came from somewhere else but yeah we had like one day to try and get down seven tracks so like i say when graham did what he could with what he had like it was do you know what i mean like we were we, we were still like,
1: on the that that'll pumped do it, all well, out. It? it was like yeah, right yeah.
2: that'll do like we've got a tax it in post um yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the start of the day graham was like we well, don't fix things in post we do it right first time by the end of the day I was like yeah we'll fix that in post um <laughs> but, but yeah we had seven like a day to do yeah. seven tracks like there was very limited material whereas this time we don't have the time constraints like yeah we record our bit i like i recorded for a majority of it we were working with what i'd recorded for as as a rough tape for guitar I'm like oh okay that actually sounds really good we'll just keep that mm. but all, the whole time i had it in the back of my head like i don't like this and i kept saying to you guys if i have time i'm going to re-record the guitars for all of them mm. and i did so for like 90% of the mixing process we were working with like my first takes for the guitar. And I was like no fuck it I'm going to I'm going to re-record it
1: all. But and I even did. quite late in the day you you found a different way to yeah make the it's guitar true. sound and it was just like well that sounds like entirely it better.
2: just completely <laughs> yeah, flips yeah. it and changes it massively. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but even
2: though I did that and you were like, I don't like the way that sounds, there's something wrong with it. Mm. So I went back in and I was like, oh yeah, that doesn't sound great. And then I changed it slightly and went, how about this? i we be like, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> But, and then that's the point because we're doing it at home now and we've learned this, we have the ability to do that mm. and not just stick with what we had. Um, And yeah, everything sounds as though it should. Uh, I think the oldest track... Of the three. Like we've got the newest one is Prayer for the Punks. The oldest one um is the other one we wrote, um <laughs> Leaving Home. That was highlight like coffee, so that was on the second EP.
1: Yeah, I mean that's like, been that in that the set. Song's since, that song's been in the set since two thousand and four. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and and this is a song that when I wrote that original guitar riff in my head, it sounded a certain way, and it's never sounded like I wanted it to. now it does and that song's involved so much
1: yeah the best thing about it for me is that we've got complete control over it if, if yeah. one of us isn't happy we fiddle about with it until we're all happy with it yeah and so that it sounds like you say the way that it's supposed to or the way that you hear it in your head like that's and that's what i've that what i've really enjoyed is like these things actually sound like how i want them to sound
0: now that i've left my home it's fun to be
2: And as Corky was saying, like uh, we've learned stuff, we've changed, we've grown up, and the fact that we can now turn around, like you said to me, No, I I think I prefer the guitar how it was. Mm. And I was like, Okay, I'll get that. Let me try something. yeah And the fact that you feel comfortable saying that, uh, and we can say it, like Corky was like, I want to do the drums like this, and then I went, can you just try this first please like because (laughs) I knew about VST instruments I was like can you just try this and see this and you tried it and you went oh yeah no that works (laughs) because like in the past I would have gone okay yeah no you know Corky sort of like was the creative behind a lot of the original songs and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't question I wouldn't want to question Corky like in the past but now I'm like no 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 listen just try this, please. Mate.
3: And you're like, okay, yeah, cool, got yeah, that works. Yeah. But, but, and, but on the flip, but on the flip side of that, I would be stubborn and say, no, I don't want to.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're open to that sort of trying something different, and like mm. we all are. So, and, and and that's what's come from a lot of it. Like we say, we've grown a lot, mm. um, and we're just all so much happier with what we're doing now. It's just,
0: definitely, yeah.
2: And it shows. It definitely shows, especially live.
1: I mean, we're we're still wanting to do the covers thing as well, but um, it's it just so happens that we've found a little niche that, like, yeah. actually, you know, the original stuff is still very fulfilling, and getting mm. out there and playing original stuff is. But some of the
3: covers covers are extremely, aren't they? I mean, when, when you're playing that song, that you know, not everyone likes the same one. Mm. Yeah, and someone comes in and comes up with a cracking idea for a cover, and then we just play it. Yeah. And it might be something that you don't like, but all of a sudden, because of the way you're playing it, it might be something absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah. And that was something that I learned through being in a covers band. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not the world's biggest ACDC fan, but playing the songs is fun. Yeah. And, like, seeing how people react to the songs that you're playing is fun. Like, there's just, like, you've got to, yeah, one of the things that I've learned in the in the meantime is to kind of put my preconceived notions aside take myself out of it and be like what's best for the unit
2: and and yeah that's the thing with the covers isn't it it's like not everyone likes the same songs no. so you have to go do you know what i don't like it but we'll give it a go and then you see how the crowd responds, and you go okay fine yeah we'll keep playing it i don't like it but fine we'll do it
1: because the other thing is as well like we've got similar music tastes but we've all got very we, as well we, we're all quite different in a way yeah. like yeah
2: yeah yeah we've got certain things I mean we've we've got um like a shared not a shared playlist as such we have got a dynamic playlist on Spotify yeah yeah that's made up of the library that we list our own libraries yeah yeah of songs that we listen to there's some weird stuff in there <laughs> there's some old <laughs> stuff
1: that gets thrown up in that in that playlist yeah, yeah.
2: that's our own private playlist but yeah there's some weird bits in there that doesn't fit with everything else
0: yeah but, but it's interesting
2: it. because I've I've listening to that playlist. I've found songs that I'm like, oh, I really like this. What's this? And it's something that one of you two has sort of listened to, so it's in there. Yeah. Uh, and and the covers we do play, we'll play them in our own style. Um, and some of the covers that we've learned for the cover set, we now have incorporated into. Like we played a gig the other day. We had a half hour set ready to yeah. go, and they went, yeah, it's forty five minutes, and we're like, oh, let's chuck this and this in there as well, then because yeah. they. They fit and they yeah. went down really well.
1: <laughs> exactly, that's it, isn't it? And it's about being versatile. Like Ooh. that versatility is really, um, really positive, I think, as well. So
2: we've said about. Um, I'm sorry, I'm taking the host seat. Sorry, no, yeah, you, you go ahead. <laughs> so We've obviously said about um, prayer for the punks and leaving home being on the EP.
1: The third song is a is a song by um, a band that I knew from High Wycombe called Kid Kamikaze one of my mates nick welsh is in uh is in was in that band um mm. they were they were great they were so good i've still got their cd kicking around somewhere but yeah it's called a shot of i don't care and it's a drinking song And uh, it's brilliant. And, you know, we're lucky, I guess, that he's allowed us to continue to play it all these years.
0: Um, Because
1: I think I did, like, uh, when we got back together, not this time round. when we got back together after...
2: After you were at uni?
1: Yeah, yeah. We started playing it then. And then... I think I put, we we put a video of it up on YouTube years ago, and yeah. uh, he messaged me after he saw it and was like, "Oh, you're still kicking my old shit around, are you?" Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We can't, we, you know. I was like, "Look, you said we can play it. If you don't want us to play it, that's cool." He's like, Nah, no, it's cool. Like, it's it's really weird to hear my <laughs> own music being done by other people." But yeah, he likes it and we are trying to get him on as a kind of featured vocalist, but it's not quite working out just yet. But yeah. uh, maybe maybe in future. One more beer and a shot of I don't care and I woke up to forget this night.
2: Yeah. I think that's the thing as well is when we were doing this EP, you did say to him, Do you mind if we put yeah. a shot of I don't care on there? And he's like, No no, no go for it. Mm. Like, I think well, I,
1: he came back from Canada and I went and played him our version of it yeah. as it was at the time. And he was like, ah, "It sounds cool. Like, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just do it.
2: So, obviously, they're not a band that's kicking about anymore. But yeah. you just spoke to the guy who wrote the song and he was like, Yeah, go for it. So we're like, Fuck it. And it's a song that we love and it's a song that we will pull out at every opportunity because it's, it's a great fun. song. It's fun. It gets people into it. Yeah. You know, it's our nineteen
1: eighty five, isn't it? Woke up to forget this night. Woke up to forget this night. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well it's it's like uh, We've nine, made it our own. Nine out of ten people at any gig are drinking. Yeah. And so you can do the whole this one's for those who are drinking and get them involved in that kind of thing and yeah, yeah. But, um so yeah the the EP is out today it's on all the all the major streaming services yes
3: the video is out as well
1: video is out as well yes indeed video to leaving home, which is on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash high frequency rocks and you can go and watch the video for leaving home, which again we've done all ourselves under the direction of Corky because Corky went to university to study film and knows a bit about making short films and stuff. So uh not the first video of ours that he's directed either. There's one out there for Apathyville, right?
3: Yeah, there is. I'd like to point out that the video for home is not going to be as good as the next video.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's oh. plans. There's plans afoot for the next video, which is uh, really interesting.
2: Uh, so- I know, he, he's, he's mentioned costume, and I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, still not comfortable <laughs> <yeah>. with that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, because this video was done as kind of like, let's try and get a video with the least amount of budget the least amount that we could do with it and that's why it's you know it is the way it is yeah
2: we totally didn't pay for a rehearsal space and then you turn it into a a video space for for a little we
1: paid for the room do what you like with it within reason i suppose (laughs) yeah no.
2: so yeah no so that that's out there as well we're looking there's a lot of things like we've got like the Instagram account, we've got like a TikTok account. We're looking at ways we can actually utilize those as well. Yeah. Even if it's just like snippets of covers and things like that, possibly.
1: We're gonna be we're gonna become much more active on social media, I feel. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> because that's what you gotta do these days, down with the kids and all that.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's helped us a lot as well. Cause I mean, the last gig we played, which was a bizarre evening, but we played we found two other pop punk bands, which they're not you know we're not we're not easy to find these days (laughs) there's not a lot of us about but we managed to find two in the great lads um who seem to put on some events so we're hoping to meet a lot more pop punk sort of groups out there and put on events with them so
1: yeah yeah so hopefully a few more gigs in the uh in the diary for the next few months Mm -hmm. but also yeah, one of the main things is uh, working on the new songs and getting the album done, which will be really good. No, cool. that's
3: that's not true. One of the main things is my birthday. Well, the... which, I, which I know there's a party coming. All right, and you
2: all I've not been it,
1: invited. I don't yeah. know anything about what you're saying. I've not been invited. mate. I can I don't read your saying. face like a book. Yeah.
2: Anyway, <laughs> I listen. I wouldn't do that sort of thing to you because I know how awful it is when people <laughs> throw you a surprise party and ask you to
3: play. It's awful. No, that's one. That was one of my conditions.
1: <laughs> it's my party, and I'll play if I want to. Yeah, yeah, I like <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's all really positive, and I'm really, really liking the way that the new songs sound. I love yeah. the way that we've been able to work together. I'm liking the much more relaxed nature yeah. of everything, and um. Yeah, I'm I'm really, really pleased. And the more honesty as
3: well. The honesty yeah. was one of the things we came when we came together again was we had to be honest with each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if someone turned around and said, I'm not feeling it today, you go, Okay, no worries. Right, hold it against you and then we just wait until that person's ready and then we move back on again.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. For
1: sure. N- no pressure. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. it's a much it's a much uh a much more positive way to do things, I think. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah that's that go and listen to the ep go find it on spotify yep. apple apple music deezer amazon
2: amazon youtube music there's so many different ones go you know i think i think it submits it to tiktok as well so you know go find our sounds on there and make a tiktok video with them or an instagram reel or anything you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> add, them,
1: add, add them to your playlists
2: that's it yeah add them to your playlists that's as well. the that, main that, that's...
1: thing if anyone out there is has got spotify especially please add the songs to a playlist, uh, especially, obviously, public ones. Yeah. Because yeah. that is something that massively helps on Spotify. I mean, we've already made pound forty oh, from, from streaming. Money. I big mean, uh, we'd, we'd like that. That
2: was even, uh, that, that it, even really good. No. Yeah, as well as this new EP, like, Our Old end We've talked about it uh welcome to Apathyville is actually on on spotify as well um so you can go and listen to that um i think yeah adding like tom saying adding to playlists and stuff helps um other people discover us as well um you know and it is like we say, we, we're not taking it massively seriously we don't want to make this a big thing but we want people to hear our song like we, we write them for ourselves but we write them for other people to hear as well because we kind of think they're good
1: You know, (laughs) and if if you like, if you like, if you like bands like Green Day or Blink-182 or, I don't know, name some, Bowling for Soup. Because, again,
2: it's not just pop punk. But it's not. There's a bit of like.
1: Because like we've got this weird thing where it's like, I mean, even on the gig that we played the other week, we were kind of, we were billed as like a mixture of like US pop punk and classic British punk. punk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because there is a little bit of that in there. But it's like yeah we're not we're not just doing one thing and especially with the new material as well the new material is kind of it's opening out into other areas which is quite nice yeah
2: and i think that's where a lot of our sound comes from is with our diversities we're into the same music we're like my songs when i write them are more on the pop punk side yours Mm. are more on the oi punk side because you're more into that I say more into the old school sort of like classic punk um and then cork is more into like the scar side of things i want to say the scar and the pop punk so like the rock punk rock yeah punk rock rock. yeah so we sort of
1: but also i like a story yes that that comes from my love of folk folk music yeah folk music is another thing that i love and also (laughs) hip-hop too hip-hop tells stories yeah like yeah it's it's the reason uh,
3: for the costumes
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: oh, i can't wait to hear about this maybe we'll talk about it um after we finish recording i'm jack Sparrow. So, <laughs> um okay so Salt. yeah go out there share the music add it to playlists please i, I don't ask for much except for you know five star reviews and ratings but yeah go and go and find high frequency wherever you listen to music go and stream our stuff and, uh, and and let me know and let us know what you think of it, I guess. Uh, you can find High Frequency on Facebook. I think it's just at High Frequency UK, isn't it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can find us on, well, there is a Twitter account, but we, we've we been locked out of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: awesome Elon Musk, mate. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't parody at the end of the night. The Instagram is high underscore frequency underscore rocks, because, you know, high frequency actually turns out quite a common... Uh, name for things as
3: we found out
1: <laughs> especially in the interim since we've been away there's loads of them now and yeah uh youtube.com slash uh high frequency rocks and tiktok is it'll be the same at high frequency rocks yeah go and find us that way we're all out there so yeah well us... active on
2: tiktok so the <laughs> best wow. place to find us mate
1: i can't wait till we get active on there all those millions of streams yeah <laughs> indeed so yeah, go and find us go and find our stuff. Let us know what you think. Uh book us for gigs. Yeah. And all that stuff. Enjoy. Most of all, enjoy. Yeah. So yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for talking about the history and everything. It's been really fun kind of um rehashing some of the old stories and figuring out exactly where everything fit in the timeline. I'm off up into the loft to find the uh, the scrapbook, <laughs> yeah.
2: so need that it. we can we start
1: it. we can start adding to it again.
2: Hey man, I've got my recording gear set up. I might, uh, like, and I've
3: got to try and, and find out. that video. I've got to find that video for you. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah if you that. can find any of the old stuff, um, I'm going to try and grab. I don't know if it's something. I'm going to try and grab some bits from the old YouTube account. You know, like the, the Welcome to Bill video and we'll try and get a, a few of the older videos. We'll try and get back on our YouTube channel as well. Sounds good to so me. So there might be more up there once you, uh, once you go over there, if you go and check it out.
1: But yeah, uh, other than that, what else should people, That that's the shout out, isn't it? I, I I'm It's weird. I'm being the host and the guest. So I'm shouting out the things that I want people to go, but usually I throw it back to the guest. You guests. normally end. Yeah, yeah. What do you
2: want to shout out? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I've already done yeah. that. So <laughs> one final parting thing. What, are you listening to at the moment like what are the things on rotation for you guys at the moment for people to go and check out i'm so i
2: with adhd there's a thing that um i've discovered is when you get into a certain music style or if you hear a certain song you that will be on repeat for In ages now you may remember tom from the podcasting days The billy eilish had heavy rotation for me sigrid still does to be fair Mm -hmm. you may know from our share playlist that uh, doja cat comes up quite a lot yeah i think she's great great gym music doja cat for me at the minute um there's somebody i saw quite a lot on tiktok because i am active on tiktok as a as a consumer Um, but i'd never really listened to them until the other day Um, A band called Spirit Box.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, Really fucking incredible. You know, for me, you may have realized from Billie Eilish, Sigrid, Doja Cat, heavily into female vocal. I like a female vocalist. Spirit Box, female metal vocalist uh, in the same vein as Ginger, where they're sort of like really nice singing voice, but absolute beast when it comes to like screaming. Uh, Spirit Box, fantastic. Fantastic band. Canadian metal
3: so good
1: corky what are you listening to
3: um holophonics is probably one of the, the ones i'm listening to most at the moment
1: okay
0: what's that
3: yeah Scar. They, they they apparently they do do some originals but it's their covers that are the best thing mm. it's a heck of a lot of albums out there for holophonics some really good stuff and obviously looking forward to the uh the new punk rock factory album which comes out in march <laughs>
1: Another new punk rock factory album. I <laughs> yeah, with we, punk
3: rock factory man. I love it. Yeah. I like
2: what they do, but musicals, it's musical. I
3: think the only album I didn't like was they they try to cover... You're speaking up... my language? Musicals? They're doing musicals this week. Okay. okay. Back musicals. in. Check back in. If there. you check it out, obviously you can see the, the listing. There's definitely one song on there that you will gonna love, Anthony. But there's what well, the only album I didn't like of theirs was the one where they do the uh the rock songs, which were already rock anyway. You know yeah. and that and they just
2: made yeah um another band uh if you want to go more on the sort of punky route uh tiny moving parts oh, they're yeah. more like a, a technical sort of like technical but on the in the punk pop punk genre sort of but technical they're really good tiny moving parts okay again saw a video of theirs on tiktok somebody had filmed them and i went they look like fun and check them out they're really good if you want to go more on the punk side rather than metal side tiny moving parts
1: and uh, I suppose for me, it's uh, the Mefs are a great two piece from uh, from the Midlands, I think, or from just north of London. They're Ooh. great. They've got an album out at the moment called Broken Britain Part One and uh, Grade Two as well. Isle of Wight punk band that sound like uh, British Rancid um, and they're supporting Rancid on the upcoming tour, which I'm going to see. They've got a couple of songs out at the moment from their upcoming if album. Before you, you say that. Yeah. No
3: one's pulled out of that yet, have they?
1: Not yet, no. Okay. Yeah, no, I please know.
3: Give us, please give us more.
1: Um, <laughs> more um, uh, oh. Cork
2: cool, is I, fuck if I give, I've got money or time, I want yeah. that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've only got one ticket for that. I've, I've not bought that, any that's, tickets. All right. So if you want to come, you've got to buy He knows not your to rely ticket. on us
2: to pick up spare <laughs> tickets. No, I've,
3: all, no, I, I, I've already got my, uh, my session sorted for this year, oh, yeah. which is uh, the Slam Dunk Festival. yeah. So like that'd be great that's oh, be from so the fact good. That most of the bands i want to see are on exactly the same time
1: that's the problem isn't it <laughs>
3: <laughs> which is a bit shitty really but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: but no there you go that's uh, that's the year coming up thank you so much for coming on guys it's been a real blast going over it
3: thank you
2: yeah. too mate thank you, for thank you thank you for having us
1: you're welcome what a chat right Ant and Corky are some of my oldest friends and since being back together this time round we've become closer than ever, which I hope came across in that chat. Playing in other bands over the years has made me appreciate the musicality of Corky and the technical mind of Ant. People say you should surround yourself with people who are better than you if you want to get better and succeed and I feel like we're all lifting each other up right now. I love these guys. One thing we did forget to mention is that the artwork for Some Songs You May Have Heard But Not Like This contains multiple callbacks and references to pretty much every CD we ever released, as well as a reference to each of us as individuals. So it's a bit like a puzzle for people who've known us for years to spot all the visual references. If you get any of them, send us a message. I'd love it if you could go over to Spotify or wherever you listen to your music and add our music to your public playlists and share it on social media. Again, you can find all the links in the show notes to our social medias and platforms where the music's available. If you know of any venues looking for punk bands to add to lineups, send me a message. We'd love to come and play as many shows as possible this year. But until next time, take very good care of yourselves. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Band Biographies. If you enjoyed it, please don't forget to leave a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever service you use to listen to your podcasts. Please do reach out on Twitter at BandBiogs, Instagram at Bandbiographies, search on Facebook for band biographies, or by emailing bandbiographies at gmail.com. See you next time.